0: that's not how it goes that is
1: how it goes but that's you know that's the way that the cookie crumbles around here welcome back everyone you are listening to cold pop with myself triton rashad and marcus drew Steele, i wonder sometimes if we should ever do like if we should ever pay homage to those who came before us such as the reed you know how they always introduce themselves as like different people every time uh, that's
0: some other people do that too yeah podcast yeah i always
1: like, should we do that i mean i want to be me for sure mm-hmm. but you know it would be nice to be Deborah
0: Lee. Okay, well let's do, okay. let's get <laughs> squirt, Scratch that. Deborah Lee left BT. I know what, I am Deborah so. Lee, the
1: former head of BT Network.
0: <laughs> and I am Kanye West. The new album dropped last week in Wyoming, and I am glad everybody got a good chance to listen to it.
1: Did everyone listen to it? Because
0: I, I did. I know what we should do. Why don't we like, if we intro ourselves, we like we be problematic people, like people who are clearly problematic.
1: Well, has been probably there. Clearly. Died, I know,
0: so. I'm just saying that's what it got me. Well, yeah. So,
1: I you think know. I cute for today. It was a nice trial run. We'll see where it goes.
0: Everyone was happy that Deverly left.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone is like, oh, no, like, everyone's excited about <laughs> where BET is going to go. Right, every,
0: I so. saw one girl, I think um, it was on Instagram, somebody shared their tweet, and she was like, good, now that Debra Lee's gone, can we get somebody in there? Can we get cooking shows? Can we get reality yeah, shows? Can we get, you know, things like a real network is supposed to be run?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. There's no reason why... Um, what is, what is her name? Tiana and Iman should not be, that should most definitely be on, like, that would be Not VH1? Thing. Yeah, like, totally. I well, think
0: VH1 has all the black shit. I mean, it does. And black Ink Crew, all the love and hip-hop. All of those can stay on VH1 Basketball-wise. And they can. can I want, like, a real, like, give me, give me a good plethora of things. Yeah. That's my word. I
1: want COVID-TV. Right.
0: Anywho, welcome to Cold Pop. I don't know how we just got into that. Yeah, that, that was so. uh, section one. <laughs> so, right. Um, so I guess we're just going to hop right into this, huh? Yeah, let's go ahead and hop right into it. What'd you do this weekend? What the hell happened? I had a good time. I kept it really, kept it really cute this weekend. Went and hung out with some friends. We went to this place called Lucky Strike downtown. And then found out that it cost sixty five dollars an hour to bowl, and so we said no. <laughs> y'all,
1: some y'all couldn't get sick. Y'all couldn't rustle up. There was only three of, of us.
0: It'd be different if there was like a good group, a big group of people. I think that's what makes it cheaper. But it was only three of us. Sixty five dollars divided by three does not money make me. Sorry about it. <laughs> Girl,
1: you better do some addition, because that ain't nothing but a good 20 dollars
0: And it's still $20 to bowl? Like, in Kentucky, you can bowl for $5. Well, you're not in Kansas anymore, sweetheart. <laughs> I wish I was home. There's no place like home. So. So, but we did that, and then we ended up going to support this um, Pinot Noir group. Uh, Pinot Noir group. Party Noir. Party Noir. Child, Something. get it together now. You, <laughs> I wouldn't let like you sit over here and bash my sisters. No, we went, so, we mean bashed. They got uh $7 of my money and FaceTime and support. So, yes, I support them. It was a kick off the pride. Um, I was told that it is a lesbian organization, mm-hmm. and they were throwing it in Wicker Park. I had never been to that venue before. It was cute. It was a pop up. It was a pop okay. It was cute. It was a cute little party, you know. Um it was a decent crowd. There wasn't a ton of people there. But you know, showed up, showed support, and then of course, like always, we ended up in Boystown. You, you know, know,
1: party noir always has really good parties to me. Like I remember getting my life one time at Promontory. I should say this said Promontory, there. wasn't it? Yeah, that was just like dope. So and then you guys went to Boy's Town.
0: Um, but before we went to Boy's Town, can we talk about how I saw my barber crush at party noir.
1: Okay, so you're not know, just going to out him over here on a national Who am I outing? On a national syndicated <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, Oprah. Chill out. You better speak that into existence, though. I know no, that you're not, much. You're not going to do that. I'm not about to out anybody because, number one, he the barber I go to now is not this person, but I saw a barber crush of mine at this said party and okay. did not even realize it was him until after the third time he came around. Funny though, because the first two times I saw him, I was like, oh, he's cute. Who is this? But didn't even think twice about it. And then when I actually got a good look at him, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. I know you. And so it was a little awkward interaction. Like I don't think he expected to run into anybody there. Probably I think he not. was just there to support. Okay, that's not what here I'm that. going to give him the benefit of the doubt Supporting on that. Supporting the lesbian, but my gay Supporting ass was the there having a grand old time. Good. <laughs> so and saw that, but that's all I did this weekend. Nice. What nice. you do? Uh
1: This weekend, I mean. As usual, my weekend starts out on Thursdays, guys. And I mean, that's just the trend. That's just how my life goes. And so, Thursday was the Buds fundraiser that I've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. Um, That was Thursday night at Replay in Lincoln Park. When I tell you people, I could not have, I couldn't have wished for a better turnout, better support. It was, it went by very well. I mean, successful in terms of what we raised we most we hit over our goal yes um at least 200 over our goal and it was just it was good it was you know it was a small group it, it was, was a, about like i don't think so it was I like about was 40 good people size group. it was about 40 people there for the space that we, yeah, had, no, for the space that we had it, it was, was a about, good size group. it was about 40 people there um and it was just like a really great introduction into what i've been doing and what i'm trying to work on and all of those things and so that was thursday night Friday, it is Friday. Um, Well, actually, this past weekend was my old man's birthday. Um, So the booze birthday was this past weekend. And um, we did our celebration on Friday because Saturday, which is his actual birthday, we had a wedding. So uh, I was able to take him out to dinner and we had a good time. I gave him this little gift. You know, I was... I, I feel like I hit all cylinders. I was, like, all, hitting all cylinders in terms So you were of, going for
0: boyfriend of the year. Yeah, it?
1: and I think I won it. I think I did. I think I came out successful. Mm-hmm. Um, the results haven't that. been tallied yet. Yeah, so, like, I, I... No, I mean, I'm pretty confident, though. Like, okay. for sure. You and, you know, if I don't get it, there better be a recount. Because, <laughs> like, the way that I had this thing set up, baby. Like, come on. So... It was a really, it was a really good time. We, (laughs) it also solidified and like, I call him my old man. You've heard me call him my old man because we are old. That is why we came back to the house after dinner and we were planning to go out and we fell asleep. (laughs) Like that is what older people do. We're old. And so we um, got to do that. And then Saturday we got up and like I said, we had weddings and stuff like that. It was, it was really great because We had that, but on the day of his actual birthday, he was able to see a lot of his childhood friends Mm -hmm. uh, that he grew up with. So he, it was a wedding of someone that he went to uh, middle school and high school with, and so it was really good for them to kind of have that pairing, yeah, together. And we kind of kicked it with them. I mean, all the way up until like maybe two, three o'clock in the morning.
0: Um, he ain't that old then
1: Yeah, you know, when we want to be Now look, honey, let me tell you something Mama can step out when she <laughs> wants to step out Okay, mama can, mama can do it But Friday, I had mm-hmm. worked all day mm-hmm. Had the event, you know, the night before mm-hmm. And we went out after that We did As well Which was a very funny, weird situation That Thursday night Like, my old supervisor came to party with us Like, that was fun Like, yeah, it was just a very weird night. But I got up and went to morning I went to work the next morning. Everybody And then, <laughs> and then yeah, like did the boyfriend stuff, the the, the B Day stuff, and then Saturday was the wedding. So it was a full weekend. Saturday I mean Sunday was most definitely recovery mode, I feel like, for me. Um, but it was overall a really good weekend. Um which it sounded is, like it. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Saturday night was a movie. Um, we were like in checkers, and like okay. we were in like checkers, like super late at night, like as they were about to close and we didn't want to go outside cause it was raining so hard. Mm-hmm. If you remember Saturday was like pouring oh, yeah, Saturday for night. that moment. And you know, so right. we like, we didn't want to go outside. It was like, we're closing. It was very interesting, very interesting weekend, but all, all was well
0: and good and I'm back safe and well rested. Back now. safe and well rested. <laughs> yeah. so, nice. Very so yeah, good. Your weekends, I feel like, are always more eventful than mine. Like, I may do one or two things, but then the majority of the weekend, she's a homebody. Well, I think, you know what? This is the thing. And I
1: think that you and I come from two different methods and modes Mm -hmm. of living. You will do what you want to do. And, like, if there's something that you don't want to go to... If something um, you want to do, honey, you're
0: unavailable. And, <laughs> and I'm not, I am i I'm going to go to this even I will if I've only if had I don't one go. hour of sleep, no yep. money in my pocket, and no way to get there. I'm still going to be there. Well, wait,
1: no money in my pocket. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> that's always got dollars. But, <laughs> that's um, that girl. But yeah, so that's always a, I think that that's always a piece um, of it. But, you know, I think, yeah, we just live two, di- we are mm-hmm. two different modes of living. And I will try to make each and everything on one hour of sleep and all of that. Now, don't get
0: me wrong. Like, I will always be in attendance to things I am invited to or requested to be at. Or that you would like to go to. Because if you're requested... I'm I'm going to put that as a different caveat. Like, that's number one. Number two, I'm always present at things that I'm interested in going to or being exactly. Number three, if I don't have the funds or if I'm, like, super tired or I have to be up super early the next morning... Chances are you're not going to get me out unless I know you really well and you're good. You know how to persuade me or it's a <laughs> romantic occasion. OK, if it's a romantic occasion, then, you know, So
1: when the men call, you come running. No, that's
0: not. What, that's, how, that's, that's, what what that. yep. that's what you got out of that. That's what uh, you got out of that. That's not what I said.
1: That
0: was my main takeaway. Hey. <laughs> you weren't listening. Okay, and if you get out of this car, you're just as much of a dumb bitch as I am. Okay, come on, Molly.
1: Shout out to Insecure, which is coming back this summer. I'm excited. August. So.
0: So. Yeah. Okay. Is that all for what That's the hell happened? It. Church
1: announcements.
0: You go first. You want me to go first? You go
1: first. <laughs> or, no, you want. Okay. You know what? And the only thing is, is that um church announcements. I think this is going to be a theme of uh, taking a leap of faith. Um, I took a leap of faith this past weekend. Um, I was running a little late of trying to get everything done for the boyfriend for the birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And I took a leap of faith and um, I went with a more
0: convenient barber. Okay? Oh. <laughs> and
1: I, can't I can't tell believe you
0: you're, it's already back. I like, mean,
1: honey, the thing about it is it's like, like is, the backstreet Boys. So I went I went to a more convenient barber and we all know and I you know, I don't have to tell you, when you go for convenience, you don't necessarily go for quality all of the time. But I was running late and I was in a bind and I needed to get my hair cut. Now, I think personally my haircut is the easiest haircut to do? You would think it's so. It's a bald fade, okay? So, I mean, I, I tell them I leave it dark on the top. Please don't touch too much of the top, but just a bald fade. I take it from zero, and I like to go pretty high. It's That's so funny
0: it. that you always say dark and light because I mean I always refer to it as like short or long, but yeah, no, I
1: go I say dark and light, and I also have gotten to the mode of providing photos. Mm-hmm. So Friday running around, crazy, trying to get a haircut. Um, my person wasn't available, so I was like, okay, I need to get something done. Let's hop into this shop that I've seen up and down the street um, that I'm talking about, you know, so many times. I'm not mm-hmm. going to put them out on Front Street no, because I don't bad. feel like all of the
0: barbers in there Maybe he was bad. just having the a one bad, discombobulated day. You know what? Day. Maybe. Maybe, was, maybe his, his ass couldn't hear. Maybe
1: he, his hearing aid wasn't on. Maybe he whatever. just forgot. So... I go into this barber shop. I sit there trying to, like, get a... Like, I'm like, do y'all take walk-ins? They're like, yeah, just, you know, just wait. So I'm waiting my turn. I go up, see the first chair open. Now, this brother, he looks like he can cut some hair. Pause.
0: First chair? Like, first chair in the shop? It was, it was the first chair. You never go to the first chair. No. So I was like, okay, so i In the first chair for a reason. You always go to the nigga in the back of the But shop. I didn't know if he was no. like but the thing about it was you I did, did not, not tell know. me that. Yeah, he was in the first no, chair. No, you never go to the first and chair. And you know what?
1: I guess I did not get that mm-hmm. in Black Man
0: Black You're, Man school Like that's like barbershop I was, 101 I was absent from class that day But unless it, if it's unless it's only one barber in the whole shop you never go to the first chair so, cuz he's always the one like still trying to get his child. But
1: see the thing about this man is that I guess unless he's had a change of life like change of career (laughs) late in life this
0: man had to be in his like 60s nigga have you not seen barbershop like i was like okay i was like let me
1: go i was like let me just go in here and like once again i had the easiest haircut so that happened Mm -hmm. i'm in there i showed him the photo boom boom everything is going well okay he start he starts off really good we're having conversation he's getting this he's getting the fade together he hits it right at the zero he follows basically what has been done because it hasn't been that long that my hair has been cut. Mm-hmm. So he's like doing all of this good. We, then we get to the top. Okay, sorry for all the sound effects. If you can hear me, I'm like slapping my head. But So then we get to the top. He asked me once again what I was like. I was like, you really don't have to do much. You know, just bring it like bring it even, but I like to keep it pretty dark. I don't think he knew what that meant. Obviously not, because you can look at my hair now. <laughs> when I tell you this man cut off my hair. All of it. A bitch was bald. When I tell you I look like Tamar Braxton and Sana Lathan put together, that's the haircut that they gave me. Like I had nothing. <laughs>
0: on the top. Y'all tell me why he called me acting like one of these girls from America's Next Top Model during makeover week. Oh, I was. I was in tears. I couldn't <laughs> handle it. Like you knew what this was. Why are you acting up like this? No,
1: because I, I like I felt like I did everything in my power and I felt like I gave clear construction, uh, clear instructions and it just what it it did not come to fruition. So, I mean, I walked out of there <laughs> looking like the baby from... Um, Family Guy? Right. Looking like Stewie, basically. Like I, I was had all
0: on board and all on your team until you told me this man was in the first chair. He
1: was in the first chair, but that was the first one that was open. He had someone in there before.
0: And that don't make no difference. And I
1: was like, oh, okay. And then what also solidified it is that he had a, an appointment come in midway during my haircut. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm finishing him up. I'll be right with you. I was like, okay, you know what? People go to this man, da, 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 da. We get to the top of my head, y'all. I have nothing. I mean, you can see what I'm thinking. Okay, my scalp is shining. Okay, so that was um that's my church announcement. Just in terms of like taking can... a leap of faith
0: um, with that. <laughs> we just so. didn't extend what the hell happens, and that's fine. I forgot all about this story. Yeah. Um, my old church announcement, and I'm not gonna say much about this because we're still. Trying to come to terms. I took a leap of faith this past week. Um, Speak (laughs) from your your heart, sister. Speak from your heart. You don't have to.
1: You don't have to do too much. Just say what you want. I'm just going to
0: say, uh, I quit my job this past week because I was not being fulfilled the way that I needed to or the way my skills would allow me to be fulfilled. I'm not even gonna say that much. I'm just gonna say that I quit my job this past week and I am taking a leap of faith that I am that I will find something better, more consistent, and more lucrative, okay um, that's all I'm gonna say. There's obviously a lot lot more to the story here, but For sure yeah, that is all I'm going to say right now, and so we are just going to leave it up to you know who and let it flourish
1: that's it that's that's what we gotta do is just leave it up to him you know that's all church announcements are now over we're gonna take up um a collection and have a prayer for brother marcus please because uh, he's gonna need all the money he can but uh um, i mean get. i think you know like I, I like i've shared with you before i think you have to sometimes take that leap of faith and um when you so when you risk big, you win big. So that's true. I think you you something is coming down the way. One of the one of my um, I think one of the quotes that kept me uplifted because I've been in a position where you know my job situation wasn't the best, and I really wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the quotes that kind of kept mm-hmm. me uplifted, and I had it on my refrigerator. I should put it back there, but it says, um, "If you knew the size of a blessing that's coming." you would understand the
0: battle that you're fighting. Right. Um, And, honey, it's a battle. Yeah. I have been in a battle for a good two years now. So um, I think what's really weird about it is just the fact that back when I was younger, I was real reckless with quitting jobs without having another one and would always find something else. Mm -hmm. But... Getting older, it gets more and more scarier because, you know, your livelihood's at stake. Oh, yeah. You know, there's no sense of stability. You're not knowing where your next job or paycheck's going to come from. So, it gets a little bit more scarier and a little bit more riskier yeah, for the older sure. that you get.
1: Yeah. So. And then, like, you also have to kind of deal with, like, expectations of where you think you should be and where else you are, yeah. And all of that stuff preparing yourself yeah um and it's it's one of those things that you can't get too deep into like i think you choosing to stay in this place where you are not being fulfilled or not feeling like a certain you know you're not getting that what you need out of it Mm -hmm. it's going to affect your work you know later on as well on down the road and so you kind of have to do those things i made the decision to also leave a job without having another job lined up um Thank God that things did fall almost like perfectly into place for me. But um, it's, yeah, it, it's most definitely a tough thing. So
0: so we'll see what happens. So I
1: commend you on taking that leap.
0: And, uh, Stay tuned. Yeah. I only have one thing for Tarly, Tarly for the party this week. And it is, I'm going to tell you the story. I just feel like we're in story mode this episode. So I got a story to tell and how this all came about. Um, and it was on the day of your fundraiser, ironically enough, that all of this happened. So my target for the party this week is J. Cole and his new album that I am clearly late to hearing. But more specifically, one song off of his album that just really hit me in the music to my ears. I can't believe what I'm hearing. How did I not know about this? The song is called Intro to the Fall Off. I'm sure everyone's heard it by now. Come here, little man, let me talk with you. See if I can paint for you the large picture. Congrats, cuz you made it out your mama house. I hope you make enough to buy your mama house. I see you watch Icy in your whip form. I got some good advice, never quit torn. Cuz that's the way we eat here in this rap game. I'm fucking with your funky little rap name. Um, it's, I mean, people know the, hell, I know the lyrics to it by now. But, okay, so I was, this was the day of Trent's fundraiser. I had all these bags in my hand. And, you know, I was getting into the lift, had the girl open up the truck. We had dropped some other people off. You know, we're riding. It took us a little minute. It took us a good 45 minutes to get to the replay Lincoln Park. It's
1: pretty north. Because of
0: the lift line. So, you know, we were just ducking and dodging through traffic. And so we get almost a quarter of the way there, and she had good music taste. You know, she was a black girl. And so, you know, we was bopping it and doing it in the car, getting our lives. You know, we were having a good conversation, singing along. And she played this song for me, and I had no clue what it was or didn't even know it was coming. And I was listening to this song by J. Cole. And by the time it was done, I verbally was like, oh, is this from J. Cole's new album? And she was like, yeah. I was like, this song goes. Like, this is the, <laughs> the best one of the right. best rap songs I've heard in a while. And it's a response. It I have no idea who Lil Pump is. Apparently, he's a rapper. Lil Pump. I can't keep up with the kids nowadays, but apparently he dissed J. Cole in one of his songs. And this was J. Cole's response to him. But it was a very grown-up response. It wasn't a Pusha T. Drake situation, and I'm sure we'll get in that here in a moment. But it was a, come here, little man, let me talk to you. And, like, let me tell you how to move in this rap game and stuff like that. And just the way that it ended i wish you good luck i'm hoping for your sake that you ain't dumb as you look but if it's really true what people saying and you call yourself playing with my name then i really know you fuck. trust i'll be around forever cause my skills is tip top to any amateur niggas that want to get rocked, just remember what i told you when your shit flop in five years you're gonna be on love and hip hop nigga. was vr uh, i damn did, did a cartwheel in the car because it all it was so so you. true it oh it spoke to me and so, if you haven't heard, and I then I went back to listen to all of J. Cole's songs off of his new album. If you haven't heard any of them, please go listen to it. It's dope. J. Cole has always been one of my favorite rappers. I've just been really slow to the game right now. Um, yeah, and so that's my Tardy for the Party this week. Nice. Um, let's move on to Fizz or Flat.
1: Ooh. It sounds like a waterfall, not Fizz. Well, or static. Just edit it to sound like okay. whatever it is later on. Oh I gotta edit. Oh okay. yeah, sure. I gotta take care of it. So oh, okay. um, you're supposed to be the producer. I'm You baby blew off of the pretty Ricky.
0: Um was he the producer? Which one was he was that? the
1: one I remember on Love & Hip Hop, he was saying that he was the one that had to do all the producing and engineering for the record and that basically Pleasure P sped Tack in the back and um Slick 'em
0: didn't do anything. Well, I mean, Pleasure Pete pretty much carried the group.
1: I agree. And Spectacular so, was like the looks. But
0: that was about it. So, so everybody had their role. Right. I mean, the typical group. Right. Typical so. group. Also, speaking of which, well, before we even get into Fizzler Flat, another I feel like your fundraiser was also going to be a theme. Tell me why. I told you this. I walked in to Replay carrying all of your stuff. I had like... I was... And true Erica Badu fashion, I was bag lady. I had on this huge IKEA oh, bag funny. on my back. I had this other target bag on my back, was carrying another target bag in my hand, and walked into replay. And the first thing that and you know got halfway, you know, down the steps and was looking for somebody. And instead of this man telling me where we we're gonna set up, why did this man ask to see my ID? Because he's running a business, honey. I said, do you not, and this is verbatim, I said, do you not see all these bags in my hand? Like, can I set this stuff down? And he was like, oh, I'll hold it. So I threw a bag in his face. I said, there you go. You go. you. don't see me with all these bags in my hand? Can I get to where I'm going and set this down and then I can show you my ID? Because regardless of whether or not I'm staying or not, damn, can I set my shit down?
1: You are pressed about this. Can exam? I set it down?
0: And, I, and this is verbatim what I said. I said, can you, are you going to have to hold one of these bags then? No, I and think he was you like,
1: was feeling yourself. You, 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 no. you, you was a little too hot off that J. Cole no, uh, song man. and your ass no, asking in there throwing bags and stuff like that, about to get us kicked out. There's going to be no fundraiser." <laughs> reason. I,
0: he, he said, uh, I can hold a bag. I said, here. I said, I'm damn near 30 anyway, but here you go. And he looked at it and he was like, no, nah, I just got to make sure. I was like, it's yeah, cool, but like. Sure. You didn't see me with all of these bags in my hand trying to get to where I needed to be to set up. No, he said, who is this young cat coming here with a backpack? So, so am I supposed to stop, drop, and roll and just drop everything to pull out my ID? Exactly. You got me all the way, fool. So. Not what you thought this was. Okay. Anyways, um, that's what I want. Continue on now. All right. I had to get, I was meaning to That was on your chest. That was on my heart.
1: Okay, well, I'll, pre- Okay. Get it off, honey. Get it off. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Relax, relate, release. <laughs> yes. Okay, so on the physic flat. We were talking about you were talking about J. Cole and uh, Lil' Pump, I believe. But after so much with this Drake and Pusha T situation, I personally am ready to be done. And I mean, my big question is, is it over? For I those think it's done. I mean, for those who haven't heard this whole Drake, Pusha T situation. This is a feud that's been going on since, I mean, what? 2006? I mean, um, apparently a longer than yeah, I thought. Yeah, so I mean with Pusha T and Lil Wayne, and then of course Drake was involved in it because he's with Young Money. And so there was. there's always been these like little hits and jabs and things like that between the labels, but uh, everything came to a head end of May when things were just kind of getting a little bit out of hand. I would say more so on Pusha T side, mm-hmm. um, with him kind of revealing some, some really big things. People say that he kind things. of went too far, or crossed the line. And yeah, you know what? A I B. think and like I think this is the thing you have. I think you have to look at it like this: um, Drake is. I would classify Drake as a titan in the rap game. He's someone who's like big and has had a pretty successful run, um, and so in order for it to make some noise, and in order for you to really have some traction with your sides of the disc, you have to come with something that is genuine. Like, we just saw this happen Mm -hmm. with him and Meek Mill, where, you know, they were basically trying to meet each other, but like, Drake's fan base, you know, really pushed him to the, you know, really pushed him to that stratosphere and elevated him but beyond whatever Meek Mill could even produce, say, or whatever. So, I think Pusha T had that in mind and was like, oh, I really am going to have to hit him with some serious stuff. Um, and he chose to do that. And I think now we're seeing the remnants of that, which, you know, people are really side-eyeing drink. I mean, it may be over, but I think that he still has a lot of things that he's going to have to answer to or provide um, some explanations for, especially with, I mean, he's already started to talk a little bit about the blackface. So Pusha T had... Released a photo of him with a bla- um,
0: Drake in blackface. That doesn't um, bother me for some reason. Something. Um, I've re- I listened to his explanation and being an actor myself, I get what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't bother me. I also get the fact that a lot of people were saying, well, Drake has not spoke up for the black, the plight of the black man or like mm. spoke up for like black causes or things yeah. like that. And so I also get that as well. But I just... No, knowing what it takes to be a person of a black actor these days, yeah, I get that, and I get that maybe that was their way creatively to call attention to how tough it is to be a black person in this in the in the acting industry. So, okay. but for some reason, that didn't bother me as much as it did okay. everybody else. Yeah,
1: I think some people for for sure had um, some side eye because we didn't know what it. We didn't know where it was. Right. Like, well, people we, always yeah. jump to conclusions so without like, knowing wait, the like, context. Um, and then, of course, I mean, we talked about diss tracks. We talked about blackface. And then, of course, now we're hitting on Deadbeat Daddy. So, you know. Well, he's we, not a deadbeat But daddy. this, like, idea of, like, him having a child that, like, no one knows about. And now he's, like, not really, like, shown, like, engaging with. And, and, and all of this stuff. So, I think Pusha T made was very intentional in what he chose to reveal about drake or what he knew about drake um my big thing is is that um there's an there was a um there was an article that was basically talking about like a rapper has like three good years in the rap game um and i think it was something that ice cube said i think they were quoting ice Cube. Um, And I wanted to ask you whether you believe that, of like, you know how within a lot of black culture, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago with Beyonce, Rihanna, like there's always that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Do we feel like Drake may be kind of coming down as that one and leaving the space for someone to... Well, I don't
0: think Drake was that one. I think he is one of the oh, hotter. No, I feel like again Kanye West and Jay Z and Kanye West. Is all of, out. I mean now, but I mean Kanye West is still relevant to some of these kids I out Kanye here. West is out. But I don't think Drake has Drake has was or is the hottest rapper out. Is he a big selling producer? Puts out hits every you know every day on the dial, on the day. Yeah. Yes, I would have argued that he was probably not, one
1: of the most popular rappers out. For quite some time, I would say for a few. One I would of, say. One of the most years, popular,
0: but not the most popular. Who do you that, say is the most popular? Like I don't think is, there is and when it comes to male rappers. I think you have levels. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I personally think that Drake was that one. Drake no, was the. I feel like Kendrick Lamar. Drake was up the there. standout um, amongst all know. of them.
1: I think just because in terms of, and I'm I'm also kind of taking it outside of the realm of music. I'm thinking about like the overall celebrity piece of it as well drake has been the standout he's the most visible um, he's, right and but i but he's not the most popular right and i think mm, I,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like kendrick lamar different. is probably
0: right there with him
1: i don't know about that but i'm just like i said i'm i personally in my opinion i thought that i will see drake for the past few years being that standout that one that's like people are flocking to and going back to ice cubes quote of like there's always that one and a rapper has about you know a good three years um that he may be coming his may, his run
0: may be coming to an end i don't think so nice for what is still number one on the billboard top 100 and you for know like what six week in I, a row I, no and so. i think
1: yeah and i think <laughs> that all of this is new and i think
0: that i think he'll i think be it's fine. a great song i don't know if he's gonna be fine i think he'll be fine okay. and he's got a new album that's about to drop I'm this some blowover. I want to know
1: I think because this like and there's already people starting to question like the support of Drake and things like that. So I like I said, True. I don't know. I and mean, what support? Well, no, just like in terms of like Instagram and things like that of people like who are already commenting and making memes about like, oh y'all, so this is like what y'all listening to, and it's the photo of Drake in the black face. Things like that. Like I said, I this is just I like, think it may be coming down.
0: This is just like one of the not right now Ja rule. Like we're still trying to deal with Kanye West and this I think shit that's dealing that we're, with. I think we're done Drake, with Kanye Kardashian. Kardashian. Go hang out for a second and we'll get to you in a little bit, but we still need we're still on Kanye right now. I don't know. I don't know. We're still i still like on I Kanye. said Kanye I, is way more problematic
1: than I don't think that, blackface. I don't right think of. it's gonna blow over as quickly as
0: he would hope for. I think it
1: will. Okay. And the
0: other aspect of that, this is what also blows my mind this whole, I number one, let me preface this by saying that I was a huge Clips fan so I like Pusha T and I'm also a big Drake fan but it blows my mind when somebody, when like people call him a deadbeat dad and it's just because number one, he's given from reports, he's given all types of money to this child so he's supporting this baby. None of our business. Number two, just because we don't see him spending time with this child doesn't mean that he's not spending time with this child mm-hmm. or flying them out or, you know, chartering and making sure that they're well taken care of. So this whole uh, this whole narrative of him as a deadbeat dad, I need to know where this is I need more info about I think where the this idea, is coming from. I think it's the idea and the expectation of
1: celebrities for us to get and like for celebrities to show all aspects of their lives. Not necessary. And I think Well, not no, necessary. I'm saying, but, and I'm not saying this is just like right. for me, but uh-huh. I'm thinking that this is the idea of like where we, this is the world that we live in, in terms of Everybody we want everything, everything, we yeah. want to know everything. And so yeah. what do you mean you have a hidden child? That we have never seen, we've never heard of. And never who says about the child it. is even hit? So, like, <laughs> I mean, you can argue if like, we've never heard of it, if we've never heard of it until now, and it's not like something that you're showcasing. It's like you've been out it now as being a parent. Then I think that that is, yeah, I would argue that that's something that
0: you you've chose to hide. I agree that it might have been room. something that he decided so, to keep under wraps, but that still doesn't a.k.a. hide. Take over, same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. But I don't think that takes away or automatically pushes you into a category of, oh now I'm a deadbeat dad. It most because definitely like,
1: it most definitely has people asking no questions. What most, he does. And you know what? And I would argue this, this is also what I'll say. I think number one, I don't I don't think it will automatically classify him as a deadbeat dad. However, I do think that there are more supports that have to come rather than financially. And I don't know if he's up I don't know if he's providing I'm just saying how do we know yeah, we don't know. We but don't know I Like I said, I think from the public's standpoint of, you know, we see we see these other celebrities um, embracing motherhood, fatherhood, whatever it is. And they choose to do that in a public manner, in a public way. This is something that just looks very different for us. And we're not necessarily comfortable with it.
0: I mean, how many times have we seen Beyonce's twins since they she had gave birth? Yeah, like and like How many times have we seen Janet Jackson's child since she gave birth? We've seen the baby. I mean but I mean like once. I mean But but they're making it a point to like keep them under wraps and out of the spotlight yeah and i mean the same thing can be said about chrissy Teigen and john legend like they
1: they got they with their, their, the new,
0: their new the new baby they make it at a point to kind of keep her him or is it him they have a girl i just seen the baby but like i just pulled her up it's very structured right
1: and i think that that's fine and i th- and i totally think that that's fine i mean and there's it's even like more big, celebrities who've like just yeah. like
0: um, to however, not have the kids, like, like the, Halle Berry keeps her kids out of this. Right, the but
1: we know that they're like, but we know that those I, children I, exist. I get, that. I get that. The idea that we did not I know so, that one of the most popular rappers had a child, like, wait, like what? Like we thought we we thought you were letting us in into like you know we thought you were super personal. We thought that you were letting us into your most your most deepest thoughts and all of that stuff. And now it's like, well, wait, like. How did we not know about this huge part of your identity?
0: So the report suggests that on his new album, he was actually going to reveal this.
1: Oh, I'm positive he will now. Like, so, <laughs> rather whether he didn't plan to or not, he's most definitely going to have to address and some said of that these things.
0: Pusher T beat him to the punch, apparently, but he was already going to. I'm sad. I don't know if the tracks are already recorded or what. I'm sad. I see a little receipt. Recording right now. (laughs) He's in the studio right now. But apparently, he was already going to reveal this anyway. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about his tweet that was just like, "Yeah, I don't know nothing about my life." I, I hey, I agree. Like I, as a fan and somebody from the public on the outside looking in. I think everybody is, in today's society, everyone is real quick to always jump to conclusions, always jump to oh,
1: no, I totally answers agree. and
0: solutions and stuff without knowing the context of really what all is happening. I don't know that nigga. I don't know Drake. I don't know what he could be doing. Yeah. So I can only go off of the information that he's given me and form my own opinion, whatever that may be. Right. I don't want to jump to any conclusions about anything because I have no clue what he's doing. I only see what the media and what he chooses to reveal. So he could be doing hell. They could be living together, and we would never know. You don't know. You have no idea. He could see that child every day, every weekend. And no, like, and we I, would like I said, and I don't think and I'm getting away business. from that. And I'm
1: not. I don't. I don't want to get into like, oh, we don't know exactly what he's doing. I think it's just like the idea of um, someone choosing to keep that piece of themselves like completely. Not, I, think, I think it's not such a
0: double step, and like we're gonna, we're really gonna let's talk about this. We can. What's the over gender? as like Beyonce only gives a certain but parts of her life. But we know those. But those this is not child. Sense. This is not even about children. This is just about life in general. Yeah. Beyonce has a heavily structured life that she only reveals certain parts of her life. and I, So we have yeah. no idea who what her personality is like at all because we only see this persona that is given to us.
1: Now, would you agree with this? Would you agree with this is that artists have an expectation to give us
0: or to share, like, pieces of their lives with the public? They have an expectation, but it's not required. Mm-hmm. Because there is still a, t- and I keep using this Beyonce example because I feel like this is the most notorious example. She does, you know, it, but she like she gives, gives us, us just enough, right? So, but it's not nowhere near the whole story. Yeah, no, but it's just enough. And so, and for example, like I take back to the um, Met Gala elevator incident. Like she acknowledged that it happened, but we still have no clue what it was about. Right.
1: Just an acknowledgement. We That's have no a, clue just what. An just an acknowledgement. Just enough. Okay, just enough versus. Never seen, never heard. But
0: the gag is: Would it have been acknowledged if it wasn't believed videotape? You
1: know it, okay. So, and so
0: my my whole so now what? my whole thing is that that Beyonce
1: moment. Yeah, probably not. That would have, the Met Gallup, probably not. But we're talking about something that I think that those are two different things. I, I think and then I, the elevator fight versus having a child. Baby. No, I those agree are Two different that. things. But I'm
0: I'm looking at it from a standpoint of there's still moments in these people's lives. And so regardless of whether or not it's an incident like that, which we can only assume that would happened or if it's a child, like it's still up to interpretation of whatever kind of context we're getting from that because yeah. whatever they choose to reveal, I mean, it's on them. It's up to them. Like we may have an expectation, but we're not entitled to know anything about them. Right, that no, want, and, I the, and I don't think that... they want us. And
1: I don't think we're entitled I I just think I think a lot
0: of people act like they're entitled oh yeah no to I get that these I, celebrities think,
1: lives. I just think like I said I think that being a father is a part of someone's identity and I think unfortunately yeah whether if he was going to come out with it on the on this upcoming album or not Pusha T beating him to the punch has a lot of people looking at him like who who is this I don't
0: know. To me, it doesn't... I, I, and it may And
1: I think that he probably chose to keep it hidden because it doesn't go with, like, the Drake persona of being, like, the good guy, the nice guy, so and all of that. And so it doesn't go with that. But to say that, you know, um, cat's out of the bag now. So.
0: I, I just think that, like, celebrities don't bother me as much because I've had to interview so many, so I don't get starstruck, nor do I really care about their lives. It's like, okay... I will. I
1: would argue that you do care. Be at some concerned points. because yeah. I have
0: to. Because it's part of my job. Yeah. But at the other part aspect, of your, that's, that's on a part personal of your level, too. right? But on a personal level, I'm not really obsessing on whether or not. Oh my God, Drake just just revealed Drake had a child. I don't really care. Like this man does not even know I exist. Mm-hmm. So. Why do I need to waste my time on obsessing over that? Whether or not he has a child.
1: Yeah, and I don't. And maybe it's that you you don't have that relationship with Drake. And I'm not saying that I do either. I'm trying to go to someone that I really have identified with and related to um, in music. And I'm thinking about that person in my head. I mean, it would be and Michael Jackson say, for you, wouldn't it? No, no, I don't really um identify with michael jackson i'm not saying <laughs> i don't want to say identify <laughs> um, but like you but I'm just, no, I'm just thinking like i'm just thinking of a person in my head and i'm you know if i thought that you know i was truly invested in who they are as an artist as a person and then for it to come down the road later that this huge piece of their life was not there i yeah i would feel slighted Do you have somebody like that um not that comes to mind right I now. I, I don't. But think like I know that there are people that, that do have those relationships. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So I would, yeah, I would. I would feel slighted a little bit.
0: We have gone off the rails. We're we supposed to be giving us a fizz or a flat.
1: <laughs> um, the Drake the T beef is most definitely a flat for me. I'm glad it is. Well, I hope it's done. Bad, um, bad. I don't, but I do think that Drake is going to have some some fallout from this. So I don't think so. Best of luck. You know, Travis Gambino is ready to step up in that next spot. Mm-mm. So he's. And I, uh, oh, he is ready. Han Solo's out. Season two of Atlanta's out. is Out. This is America. Drake, he and is and red if team. Drake he's had hungry. people looking
0: at him sideways. He's waiting in the wings. People are looking at Childish Gambino sideways as well. He's because waiting of in the, the wings things he's done in the past. So And that's fine. And like made, I think that's I mean, part of like Childish Gambino's the, brand, but no,
1: he's waiting in the wings. No ma'am. Trust. What he's brand? He's he's waiting in the wings. Part of what brand? I think Donald Glover slash Childish Gambino's brand has been
0: awkward as hell, black nerd. Well, take out the black because he, in several interviews, he's thrown up those deuces or wringed his hands to the, the black life and he's married to a white woman. Not that that even matters. Right, I was going to say, now we know that that does not does mean not, anything. It does not mean anything. Um, because but there's been, a lot, not, I feel like Donald Glover is halfway just as problematic that people are trying to make this whole Drake situation be so I, I, don't mean, we'll Unless, I don't know we'll see and i mean
1: maybe they'll come out with some stuff without him but all right moving on um let's take a moment i know that let's there reset. are <laughs> lots of um crestfallen ladies as well as maybe some men out there who carry kate spade bags um but as far as the kate Spade's uh kate spade suicide do we this, know what this, happened? it happened? Um, it was a suicide attempt and reports are saying that it was actually by hanging. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was found in her apartment um, yesterday morning. Um, there are some sources that have also come forward. Now, keep in mind, this I, I would take this with a grain of salt but I think there are some reports that are saying that there was actual note left, um, a suicide note left that kind of detailed and spoke to you know her daughter um, and maybe kind of um, insinuated there were some maybe some issues with the um, her daughter's uh, father so um, uh, how old was she uh, Kate' Spade was 55 and where was she she was in her apartment um, so and when did this happen this was I guess Monday night/ slash Tuesday morning okay um, so you know I I immediately, um, was super surprised to kind of hear about this yeah. just because I just saw the You don't you don't right. think of anything that's um, especially like suicide, something like that, something right. as serious. Uh, you never know where people know, are going. Having, but yeah, and so there was something that basically alluded to the idea of um, on the suicide note of telling the daughter to not blame herself um, but to ask her dad, um, mm. which was very. Surprising, ironous. yeah, and I was yeah. just like, Well, wait, um, where, where, where are we going with this here? And so, hope maybe details will come out later on. Miss America, so the Miss America competition, we're not saying pageant anymore, so we're throwing away the word pageant. But the Miss America competition is scrapping the entire Spanky. swimsuit segment. Um, and so, there seems to be a lot of um, applauding of this and people are on board and support this. I'm also one that supports this of making the Miss America competition more about accomplishments and works rather than just looks. Um, and I think that this is a really great way to, um, you know, preach some of those ideas of body positivity and things like
0: that. Mm-hmm. I was reading Uh, Well, first, what do you think? I agree. I give it a total fizz. I think that it's great. I think that maybe even this could be the door opener that we needed for maybe more full-sized women to compete
1: now. So I was reading, and I I think you and I are on the same page, but I was reading... um, Full-size, full-figure, excuse um, me. The New York Post, Mm -hmm. and there was someone who was not in favor um, of this pageant, Child. of this of being of this being taken out of the pageant, and so who? the headline that says "Former Miss New York says pageant ditching swimming suits is a mistake," um, and I was like, well, "Wait, like who could possibly say this? She doesn't even understand. Like she's about to get so much backlash." Da 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 da. I go on to read, <laughs> and um, former Miss New York who said these words, um, basically, and what she was saying was is that she thinks it's an accomplishment of having a good and healthy figure and carrying yourself very proud and womanly. Um, and I was like, well, wait, like once again, like, who is this? The Miss New York that said this is Miss Judith Graham, um, who won, uh, Miss New York back in 1973. (laughs) She is the ripe old age of 65, uh, back then known as Judith Keithley, now known as Judith Graham. Um, says that, you know, it's really important that you can't take the beauty out of beauty pageant. So (laughs) once again, I think this kind of reinforces the idea of like we're bashing and we're putting these old ideas away um, and really making a way for another another group of young women to come and really be recognized for their accomplishments. So I think that that's really cool. Right. Um, Speaking of kind of like body positivity and women being recognized for their accomplishments rather than their body a movie that did this legally blind. oh my
0: god oh my god you guys it's supposed to be
1: coming out with a third installment
0: call it a guilty pleasure or a secret that is no longer se- i love legally blonde
1: no I'm i didn't
0: really care too much for the second one but i love the first one and even more so you got it. Like, the musical is everything. The musical is good. Now, I like the musical, everything. like,
1: for sure. The, that is the Broadway just, musical of Legally Blonde was good. Very But good. I wasn't as crazy about Legally Blonde. I liked the, the first one. one. I wasn't crazy about Legally Blonde, Red, White, and Blue, or
0: mm-hmm. Red, White, and Blonde. Um, is there a report saying that Reese Witherspoon is going to reprise? That's the this? plan Okay, um, that
1: she's going to be on, that she's going to come on and signed on with a, excuse me, MGM to do it. Okay. Now, my question is... Like, and I think it's the age old, like, this is the argument I think that we've been having. Why do we keep bringing these back these old movies? Where's the new content? Where's the new, where's the new, um opportunities for up and coming actors, up and coming writers, those types of things.
0: I think this is an exception because it's not necessarily a reboot. It's just a sequel to an already standing franchise. Yeah, It'd be different if they were trying to different. reboot it. I mean Where's the story gonna go, Marcus? I mean you, if you remember me. to her and Emma or Mary, and they probably will have kids and she'll probably maybe come up against something in the PTA or have to take something legally. It'll definitely be family oriented because you know that's what Ella's always wanted so she wanted a family actually who did she end up with Emmett was the boy that she was with but she no, ended up with was the lawyer dude. no
1: Warren was the guy that she was Warren, with okay but Emmett was the so yeah, yeah. So
0: I had it right so, steps for me come on legally blonde I'm here for it that's a fizz for me no it's most definitely a flat and me. that's fine I'm not excited
1: um Reese um don't I don't know. Right? I don't know what happened. Did Big Little Lo- Big Little Live get canceled? No, it's still back like, for a second happened? season. So, like, come on, like, let's figure something
0: else out. Reese's got them um, checks coming through. I'm
1: just not excited for it. And it's she has something.
0: her own production company, so they're probably in on this as well. I
1: was not excited for um, Legally Blonde. Right? Reese is doing so, big
0: things, so we'll see what happens with this. Stay out of um, her pockets. Don't worry about it.
1: No one's in her pockets. I'm just saying, like, where are the where are the other offers? Where's this is the probably other just a passion so. project,
0: not anything that's going to make or break her. Yeah, no, so. they should have quit after one. No, okay. I you said you didn't like two. I said we're just going to. Uh, you paraly- said you didn't even like. I do. I did. Okay, I so why? So why three? I didn't because maybe it could come around. You don't know. <laughs> maybe it could come you around. What? Like, no, whatever. You it's don't fine. know. No. See, this is just like the theme it's in Legally not. Blonde, the first one. Somebody assuming that something's going to be dumb or bad without ever giving them the benefit of the doubt or letting them flourish. So you no. can learn something from watching Legally Blonde in the no, first one. No, now,
1: ones. if they wanted to do, okay. like, a reboot of... Now, if they wanted to bring the musical back to Broadway, I would be down for I that. I would be totally down for but that. But this three, like... No, like, I don't feel like. Side note,
0: people said that the Mean Girls musical was actually pretty good.
1: I've heard that it was good too, but I listened to
0: the music and I didn't like like it. It's actually
1: nominated for a couple Tony's, I think. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: So it was Frozen. Okay, let's move along. Time for These Are the Gays of Our Lives. And this one I actually had to do some research on because, and really, really read. And so I'm going to kind of moderate our way through this. Or what is the word I'm looking for here? I'm going to kind of guide our way through this topic. Stop doing that. that. Facilitate. That's a better word. Thank you. Anyways. So the U.S. Supreme Court just sent down its ruling this week on the Masterpiece Cake Shop versus Colorado Civil Rights Commission. And they ruled in favor of the Masterpiece Cake Shop. Now, if you don't know, back in 2012, a gay couple went into the Masterpiece cake, uh, cake Shop to get uh, to commission the baker to make a cake. And he refused them on the grounds of religious beliefs. And so they complained to the Colorado Civil Rights Commission. And then the ACLU took on the case and they actually won on the state level. And then it was appealed. And then the Supreme Court voted by four votes to pick it up and decide on it. And that ruling just came down. Um, It was a decision of seven to two. And one of the things that was confusing to me was the fact that everyone kept saying um, it was a narrow decision of one to two. And I was like, well, wait a minute. There's nine justices on the court. What does it mean by narrow? Because a seven to two decision sounds pretty clear to me. But I was reading this article on CNBC and they said the vote was narrow not because of the number of justices for or against, but because of the slim precedent That it sets. That put everything more into perspective for me because now it opens the idea of, well, if he's able to do this, what's stopping other businesses from doing this and claiming this Mm ruling So I want to open this up to the floor now. And number one, how do we feel about this? And number two, is there a concern that more businesses may see this and be like, hey, well, these are my religious beliefs and I don't want to do this either? What do we think about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a huge concern. Right. I think um, the other piece of this kind of speaks to, it's not the idea of, like, hiding, but being just more strategic uh, in terms of getting the types of things that you want and the services that you want, Um, and it might cause for um, the gay community, the the gay population to, to be on guard, like... I think that we've seen a lot of great things happen for us and for um, our community, but Mm -hmm. uh, I think this just kind of solidifies that the fight is not over and that, you know, there are still things that have to happen, Um, and that's going to take
0: activism and raising awareness. So So to note, this incident happened before gay marriage was passed, Mm -hmm. and so that may have been a condition. And then number two, this ruling was not based on same-sex marriage, but more based on the freedom of speech in the First Amendment, and whether or not this Baker, Baker's First Amendment rights were being taken away, based, rather than based on discrimination for, same, for a same-sex couple. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, my the, the couple of questions that I had on the matter were just, why didn't they just go to somebody else? I mean they could I mean that's a choice for like, sure would right you want somebody who but, felt that way to make your cake anyway I mean
1: not. Nah, I mean I don't think so but I think for them it's this principle. is more on the principle right. of it okay. um I think my question and what I started to ask was is that you know if you're not doing this for if you're doing this for religious reasons um are you not going to serve other people that may be sinners that may have had like children out of wedlock, right. those types of things. Now, right. are, are so now you're not going to serve those people either. Um, and I would have liked to know what the answer was to the, to that type of questioning.
0: Agree. So the next question is: Is there? Su- I mean, sh- there is such a thing of separating your personal feelings from a business transaction. Mm-hmm. There are tons of things that people do that they don't necessarily agree with on a personal level, but that has nothing to do with the business so could he have still made this cake for them on a business tip and kept his personal feeling because then it brings up the question well is the shop based on a religious platform or is it just your personal beliefs as the owner of this shop
1: and i i don't think that those two are exclusive i think you know the owner is the person who's running it and whatever he's feeling is what the shop is going to feel um, he's the boss and if there's anyone else who you know has an issue with that please see your way out mm-hmm. so I think that I think that those are one and the same um, as far as um, as far as what he set as far as that separation goes there may be people that do that well number one I know that there are people I that say do that I'm sure there are I know that there are people that, do that. That do that, but um like I back to my first point in other areas where there are not as many people not as diverse, you have to make an example, and I think that that's what he was trying to do mm-hmm. um, with with this particular couple
0: I mean it's the same thing that happened to an old girl in Kentucky who refused to give the couple the marriage license oh Miss Kim the court clerk Miss Kim so. was not having it. So, I mean, and then my last question was, if he had made the cake, it's not like that they were asking him to put all types of rainbow flags and gay bells and whistles and stuff on no, it. it's it been cake. a regular wedding cake, so does that I don't feel like those are mutually exclusive it, it, or is it implied that if you make the cake for them, that you support this union
1: and that's what it may look like that's what I, like I said,
0: but it's a regular regular cake
1: it doesn't matter, I think it just. It show, it's this idea of what the message is sending to your
0: small community, to your small town, or to your big community, or, or whatever. Uh, what is the, What are those people who... Um, what, I don't know why I never have a vocabulary when record this. Britannica. <laughs> the people, uh, people who don't believe in God are called... Atheists. If I make a cake for an atheist, that does not necessarily mean that I support their beliefs, but I and right. making them a cake so how is that any different
1: right i like i said i think that this
0: was i mean this was personal right um and so yeah, it was very it was intriguing for them to rule in favor of him mm-hmm. i thought i thought i was kind of surprised
1: yeah I, I was most definitely surprised i did not see that coming
0: yeah it was interesting i agree with you there's a, still some ways to go apparently oh yeah so that's all i have for gaze of our lives
1: we shall
0: welcome. You. Thank you guys for listening so much. Feel free to follow us on social media at Cold Pop Show on Instagram. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus Drew Steele with the E on the end. Follow me on Instagram at Trenton Rashad. And very quickly, like very very quickly, give me your three takeaways and like five more. I don't have, don't have any takeaways. You have any takeaways? You got to have a takeaway.
1: I don't have any takeaways. I think that um, celebrities are—they are—they got the game down. They know exactly what they want to share and what they don't want to share, and they know how to really manipulate their image
0: um, for their audiences i think that we are as as much as we try to feel entitled to know everything about celebrities lives they're not obligated to give us anything mm-hmm. you know i mean whatever sales sales if if i'll give you this it, album i'll give you right. this movie and that's it and if they're making money off of it then they're not obligated to give us anything else and i don't think a lot of people realize that and obsess over that so that's my takeaway
1: well all right so that is episode seven Um, please make sure that you rate comment and subscribe and also share with a friend yes okay let someone else know about the gift that is cold pop thank you for grabbing the glass we'll talk to you later bye